Welcome to the India Fintech Diaries, the only podcast focused exclusively on the Indian fintech market. I'm Elroy. And I'm Himan. In each episode, we dive into the latest trends, ideas, innovations, business models, and personalities that are shaping India's fintech landscape. We also invite amazing guests who are innovators and industry players that are driving the change that is helping make financial services more modern, innovative, and inclusive in India. Come join us as we explore the changing landscape of fintech in India. Welcome back to India Fintech Diaries, the show where we discuss all things Indian fintech. I'm your host, Elroy. Today, we have a very special guest with us, one who was with us on one of our very first episodes. It's my great pleasure to welcome again, BG Mahesh, co-founder and CEO of the Digi Sahamati Foundation. Welcome back, sir. So thank you very much. I mean, it is actually actually a great pleasure because even though it was uh, not only your first your podcast in the series, it was for me also the very first your podcast in my life. So it's great to be back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when we last spoke to you in late 2020, Mahesh, uh, your first banks were just coming on board account aggregator. Today, now you have millions of accounts linked to AA and you have also seen millions of consent requests fulfilled. Talk to us a little bit about how the adoption has been with financial institutions and industry participants and how the journey has been so far. Sure. So actually, you know, when we spoke in the year 2020, we had already actually gained, you know, quite a good amount of traction, uh, even though it was the pandemic year. Okay, so many of the private banks had already shown traction and the implementation, integration with account aggregators all had started, but they were yet to officially go uh, live. In a sense, by end of 2020, some amount of transactions, I think, were happening. Right. But then uh, we saw by 2021, uh, like eight private banks, the uh, all the large private banks uh, had gone live and yeah, thanks to the uh, your deputy governor of RBI, Sri Rajeshwara, by September 2021, you know, RBI announced officially that the account aggregator ecosystem had gone live. Then oh, what happened was, see, of all the four financial service regulators, as we know, like obviously right. the banking has the, the largest penetration, even if you are investing or you have insurance, or you're doing the pension fund, or you're paying GST or whatever, the basic need is what? You need to have a bank account. Correct. So the penetration of the banking system is the highest amongst the individuals, the MSMEs, etc. So it was important for us to ensure that we get all the banks uh, actually alive. And by July uh, 31st, 2022, all the 12 public sector banks in a single shot, they all went live as financial information providers as we uh, refer them to as FIPs. So by right. July, we had like about about 10 uh, large private banks and all the 12 uh, public sector banks by which we had about 1.1 billion bank account holders were enabled to use this account aggregator framework. So that was okay. a very big thing. And we were able to show that uh, it was not open banking, but open finance because we went okay, cross-sectoral. If you see today, we have yep. like a 36 FIPs which have gone live. Yet, yet 12 public sector banks, 
you know, 11 private banks, so two small of financial banks, and your two PFRDA CRAs, five life insurance companies, you know, three RRBs, and one a deposit taking NBFC. So it is truly cross sectoral. And uh, already just a month ago, CDSL and CAMS RTA have gone live. Okay, okay, so part of the depository, which is CDSL and NSDL, CDSL has gone live. NSDL will go live, I think, in about a week, actually. And okay. CAMS has uh, already gone live. K Fintech, which is the other RTA, is actually ready. So anytime it may go live. It, so with that, all your investment, whether it is in equity or MF, will be live. So nowhere else in the world you will see that you know uh, this range of your cross-sectoral entities and this scale is there on a, a consented data sharing network. And Mahesh, what's been some of the feedback you've been getting from the various stakeholders in the ecosystem? And more importantly, how has that shaped the work that Sarmati is doing? See, initially, I mean, uh, okay, see, it is already four years since right. we started. It is very important for anybody else who are okay, planning to start a, a not-for-profit organization to work on a very important digital public infrastructure. One should know and uh, recognize, appreciate, etc. that you need to have patience. You need to build brick by brick. Right. Okay, and the foundation has to be strong. Only then you will see the results. So for us, I would say one of the most important milestones in building this ecosystem was the 31st July 2022 when all the public sector banks went live. It was a very important thing. And the feedback, obviously, we get from the FIUs, the, the financial okay. information users who want to use the data. So as of now, it is only the singly held account and the sole proprietor current account, you know, which have gone live. Okay. So they are happy with it that, you know, uh, you know, that they are able to already yet take a few of the use cases, you know, live for FY23, which ends, which ended rather in March 2023, almost six, to 7,000 crores of loan was given yeah. using the AA framework. Interesting. So, so, so it is good. And the main feedback which we got, which is not at all surprising as expected from the FIU was that the fraud rate which they saw from the bank statements, which varies from 1 to 4%, it shrunk to zero. Okay. So okay, because there is no chance of uh, the FIU receiving any fraudulent data since you, uh, the FIP is sending this information to FIU and it will have a digital signature. So if anybody tampers with it, the okay, digital signature will break. So and it will come seamlessly. It is actually in machine readable format. So everything is actually done in a, a real time so as we say the your tat the your turnaround time drastically reduces which helps the fiu but more than that i think it uh, it gives a lot of customer satisfaction you know for the okay. one who's seeking the service so the initial feedback has been good but we being human beings 
we say we want more that's the thing obviously we yes we want more and more so we are on the job and we have had uh, as expected uh, you know some teething problems we have had teething Correct. problems we can't hide it and if you go on uh, on the samati site we have a page where we show the api health it shows Correct. of each fip so it initial weeks or months it was bad like of the consents raised only about 40% of it was successful okay so it is it is a classic example of uh, you know uh, a, a, you know a half glass full and a half empty so the way we see it is okay we have reached 40% now how about we increase it to 50 60 uh, and 70 and uh, how about we not say from 40 it will go to 100 directly and we are on the job and i should uh, also inform all the listeners that every fip is very very committed to show and improve the success rate so they are all working with us one to one on seeing how it can improve and other than uh, this particular challenge that you highlighted what are some of the other challenges you might have uh, faced during the rollout that happened in the last 2 3 years see i would say the first phase it is always the hardest because you need to convince Correct. the players to uh, like actually get on to it it is like in any of a startups uh, you know like in a startup maybe for you to get angel investment is harder okay then comes seed okay then once you yeah. have a series a then if you are performing then you will be able to get uh, you know series b but uh, m- maybe not in may 2023 because of the funding winter but i'm telling in general you will be able to so for us we see we spent close to so two years right being engaged you got that's why i told you got to be patient and uh, you know we had gone like at an average every month we had at least you know you know five to 10 workshops and yeah. the results of it showed only after two years and the ones who helped us in this cause i would say is the large banks both private and the psps so when the large banks embrace this important framework then everybody else will follow suit they're saying that when the large people who in the, in the large in- institutions which actually scrutinize will look into it this and that and if they have embraced it i think we don't have to be uh, afraid okay to correct actually get on to it so it was a challenge and the see the, the other challenge which we had was in end of the 2020 see because once you go to implement the yeah. framework okay because see what you have from a rabbit is the standards the technical standards you have to write the code you means as each fip each aa each fiu so it is only Correct. when the when the uh, rubber hits the road you figure out about the problems you have to give you one example that uh, like as you know the account aggregator is okay data blind okay when the fi presents the data it encrypts using the public key of the fiu and only the fiu is able to decrypt it so so theoretically irrespective of you know you know which encryption library you use the fiu should be able to decrypt it but then what happened it was this entire framework was so secure that even the fiu was not able to decrypt it okay it was so it was watertight 
So then came uh, the the entities, both the FIUs and the AAs actually asked us to actually come up with a common encryption library, which everybody could use. Okay. So what I'm trying to, okay, so we actually came up with one uh, by having one uh, security expert uh, as a a volunteer who developed, but he alone was not involved. Account aggregators were involved in that library development, testing etc. FIUs were involved. So what I'm trying to say is whatever we do, it is a community effort. It is not that, uh, you know, we sat, we wrote the code and uh, it went like, it is the community. And okay, then I I was asked to uh, give it a name, you know, for that library. And I actually uh, said uh, it should be named a Rahasya because it is secret, right? Correct. Rahasya, but we have, we had a downside. So it was such a well kept secret that we had an encryption library. Very few knew that we had an encryption library. <laughs> okay. So then we had to go and tom tom it and say, we have an encryption Correct. library called Rahasya, which you can use. Yeah. Then you would need to do a fair amount of outreach and uh, outreach. evangelization okay. as well. Yeah. So it was a uh, in funny thing. Okay. Then we had uh, actually one more problem that this uh, FIUs, uh, you know, the large banks informed us that it would be good that if we have a standardized uh, agreement between FIU okay. and AA, we don't want to be signing a thousand versions of an agreement. So okay. the first version of the agreement uh, came from an account aggregator. Then everybody uh, came into that and they, they, they actually gave the suggestions. But then we, we uh, you know, one more very big legal expert actually came in. He completely changed it and it is called participation terms. Okay. Uh, okay. Where the, the rules of the game, the code of conduct or what is expected of an FIUA, FIP is there. And the, the magic is what? Like, see, if you didn't have participation terms, this agreement between FIU and AA would have been a bilateral agreement. Correct. But the FIP would have no visibility to, okay, now what has the account aggregator committed to the FIU? Yeah. Similarly, the FIU has no clue that or what has the FIP committed to the account aggregator. Now we have yeah. a okay, common treaty where then FIP knows what are the obligations of AA, what are the obligations of FIU. FIU knows uh, about the FIP. So, because uh, say, so, even if you have the your common service level agreements, so everybody has to stick to it. So, uh, we actually came up with with the treaty with the help of the ecosystem, and we solved for it. So, as we say that we have come up with a few yeah, techno legal solutions for the ecosystem. So, as and when we came across. The problems, uh, you know, we were solving. The last one which we came was, as I told you, we have an API health dashboard called SaaS. Again, uh, FIUs wanted to know what is the health of FIP. So every, uh, I think it's every 10 minutes, you know, that dashboard is actually updated. And uh, Mahesh, what are some of the innovative use cases and business models you have seen emerging as uh, A has been growing over the last few years? Can you give us a couple of quick examples? Yeah, I'll give you a very quick example. Obviously, the low-hanging fruit is the lending. Correct. Okay, okay so the lending has taken off. Now, almost 
60% of the use cases which have been uh, which have been used is for lending earlier it was 80% okay right. now it has become uh, you know 60 uh, it has it has come down though the volumes have gone up but the percentage has come down is yes, big because now the yeah wealth managers have become extremely uh, active on aa okay and few insurance actually companies have come in see for example for a life insurance company the way they verify your uh, salary your income is by asking me the salary slip Correct. Okay, so if I am extremely creative, I'll be able to do it in Photoshop and make it to a PDF and it is sent to the insurance company. Okay, but now if I'm able to share my bank statement of my salary bank account, instantly the insurance company is able to verify my salary. Okay. So it is for them a very, very huge step because you have a lot of drop-offs, whether it is I mean, in lending in insurance, in wealth management, because they ask us, the end, end customer, go and bring this document, go and bring that document. And right. you know, initially, you will be enthusiastic, but after a week, you are very tired. And you say, okay, I'll, I'll buy insurance after one more month. Okay, okay I'm, I'm very tired. So the, the drop-off rates due to AA has actually come down because of this. The innovative... Uh, you know, uh, use cases, I, I would say that, see, one is the smoother onboarding of the new customer, even okay. if it is a wealth manager, insurance, even for lending, mutual fund, etc. So what happens is they're able to fill the form, your, your digital form by getting the data from my bank statement. Okay. And it is also verified my name, my, my address, my phone number. Otherwise, it is I who will have to be filling, you know, all those fields. So it actually becomes extremely smooth, okay? And it, be, it becomes very fast. The one which will get implemented, which you will see in, I would say, even in another six months, as, um, you know, all the entities, all the types of entities would have gone live in large numbers, is the, is the, uh, the unclaimed assets. Okay. Now, Many people do not have a nominee in their accounts. Right. Okay. But we think we have a nominee, but you know, sometimes I've seen even for me, you know, somehow it gets dropped. Okay. Yeah. Because when they move or they upgrade the system or they move from one system to another system, somehow, you know, you know, something happens. Through AA, you are able to scan your systems. For now, it will at least tell you whether you have a nominee or not. Hmm. Okay, and uh, you know, I was informing somebody just yesterday the amount of unclaimed assets in India is extremely huge. Just I saw a few days ago, uh, like uh, in investment in mutual fund alone, the uh, amount of unclaimed funds is so three thousand crores. Correct. Uh, mutual fund companies are also doing this big push to get everyone to put nominees on their uh, for Yeah, right. Them. But what happens is. Many times the, the end customer also won't know. Correct. So if you use a very good okay, personal finance management app, it will show you all the red flags. Right. For me, it, it, it could be that I am actually spending more. I'm not having a nominee, et cetera, et cetera. It will show. So that is a very important use case. See, I'm telling that it was not necessarily okay, designed for this. I'm telling you, which one, the A framework. Yeah. Only for, but yeah. it has you know, it has already become very important. Number one. Number two, 
you'll be very surprised to hear that from you know i got a mail almost two and a half years ago from the ministry of the rural development okay that they want to use the a framework okay i mean we were always uh, thinking of the entities who are under the four regulators but somebody there was looking at this and say we need it okay so you know we got onto the calls and uh, now on the may 24th event we will be okay demonstrating the pilot of that so i'll explain to you in, in just 30 seconds about what that use case is now the uh, morrd is having a set of trainees who actually train or uh, like you know folks in this skill development and okay. if the your trainee is able to show that the folks who got uh, trained ha- ha- had a job for one year and they were actually getting income every month for a year then the the trainee is compensated by the government so currently all the all the trainers have to give the hard copy of the bank statements of all these trainees okay okay so obviously you know there the the creativity comes in yeah okay so the you, you could have the false statement and it is a lot of friction okay so you have like almost your 30 40 lakhs of folks who are beneficiaries of such things now with account aggregator the mord will be able to get the bank statement of the your trainees directly and automatically you can have a a platform which will actually flag to you for who you know who is approved who is not approved who is suspicious etc etc so nice. i'm telling not necessarily we should think that it has to be lending it has to be insurance it has to be investment so it has to be for so many things now you you can if you see even about the uh, if you see the payment space in upi i think few months yeah. ago recurring payment went live correct so all your no ott and all now through upi you are able to pay but it, when it started you know it you know, nobody thought it was for that okay and we even though we are at to fully take off we are already seeing a few use cases like that number one i told you unclaimed assets i told yeah. you the government where they are able to track the beneficiaries whether they are getting the money okay and and the third one very quickly i, I will say see if you take the example of upi yeah the ones who are using smartphones for upi is the smallest segment the ones who are using feature phone and who are not using a phone for upi payments is the majority okay so a digital public infrastructure should you would agree with me should serve every segment of the society correct especially the bottom of the pyramid correct and we are talking we in samati are very clear we should serve them and for us folks like the upi and actually actually the postman who you know who serves every square centimeter of india are fantastic yeah. example so imagine if account aggregator and the your postman we join hands you are able to offer formal financial services at your doorstep okay okay but you should have an income i'm not saying that you don't have income and you get so now, now what happens is like how you have the banking correspondence right they go home to home and and uh, and uh, you know you are able to offer the thing if you want to withdraw money from your bank account etc your banking correspondence do it for you 
Yeah. Now they will also be able to uh, update the passbook because uh, you know through account aggregator uh, they'll be able to get the statement of you know all the banks and you sitting at home you'll be able to update your passbook. Yeah. So I mean it's not implemented. I'm just saying that these are the things which you will see will transform. and you will see aa will be used in areas which many people had not thought about because even if i if i am a beneficiary of the government uh, you know where i am actually getting some money under some scheme i should be able to take a loan against it okay and the yeah. postman will be able to do it in the sense that he doesn't give the loan but uh, you know the many of the the so lenders will be able to get tie up you know with them and the, and it will be an uh you know the the either the banking correspondent or the postman is able to show the uh, in the each ha- household that you can apply for a loan with this five banks nbfcs etc are you are you interested the loan will be you know with the lender it won't be with the your postal department but they will be an agent they will be an enabler you know of these okay. things so i'm saying what i'm trying to tell is we need to join hands with the physical world if you need the skill yeah it becomes that. important if we think that it is it is digital you know we we are going to sit only in the four walls in some tier one and everything will happen by magic no we should work with everybody to ensure we have the skill uh, mahesh samati is also presenting india's first event for the aa community called sambad talk to us a little bit about the event and what to expect at the event sure so like as you know you know sambad means a conversation and we were very interested that the account aggregator community uh, which is the right. fips aas fius technology service providers lawyers etc they meet and they are able to converse okay uh, they are able to shake hands meet etc etc because we have done enough of enough of of digital over the last 3 years now i told you about uh, you know like you know about 165 institutions as uh, have gone live as fius right but the okay, potential of this is few thousands because nbfcs alone you have around 8600 nbfcs yeah so any nbfc or any ent financial regulated entity who are serious about the business who want to succeed uh, etc they will have to use the the aa framework Yeah. So we have also found. I mean, uh, we have gone to, uh, through the uh, list of the ones who are yet to go live. We have found. Uh, uh, we have gone and okay, contacted an, another you know two hundred and uh, and odd entities who are a good potential to get on to AA. Okay? okay, so we have invited them. We have invited the ones who have gone live, and if you have seen, uh, you know. our entire days agenda you will see we have a lot of what we call the show and show and tell sessions yes so i noticed that have gone live have been okay gracious enough bold enough to show to the world their use case how they went live with an ea with the technologies of its provider okay what were the challenges they had you know what are the gains okay or what are you know which they have already seen and what they expect to see so with through this show and tell sessions we do hope the entities who are yet to go uh, live will be inspired by them and will actually join the bandwagon we also have a 
your global track because already yeah. few countries are uh, i think about six countries are already uh, closely seeing uh, our account aggregator framework and even uh, you know they showed interest and a few of the uh, speakers are actually coming we will be able to hear from them about what they feel about aa and how uh, if they have a similar framework over there is there something we can learn etc etc so you know these are the things which we hope to achieve so in short the takeaway for us is the entities who are yet to go live on aa we hope they'll be inspired by the ones who have gone live and and uh, they will implement it soon and uh, mahesh who do you think should attend this event in your opinion see the any okay to start with any uh, any entity under the four regulators uh, right. the, the financial uh, regulators a technology service providers then okay consulting companies okay like you know you know all your you know big 3 in the big fours example who right. are okay consulting for all these you know the large financial institutions will be able to come and speak to the thought leaders and the practitioners so this is not a gyan session okay this is to hear from the folks who have implemented okay yeah. it won't be theory but it will be about what what they have done etc etc so anybody who are uh, you know directly indirectly associated with the uh, any of these services financial services i am telling you they should attend technology service providers the lawyers the consulting the companies nbfcs insurance companies bank everybody the small banks should actually come and see how things have been implemented and what the world will be even by the end of the calendar year and if they don't implement this framework it could show them that they will be uh, you know it will become a huge challenge for them to get catch up later it was great speaking with you as always mahesh in case any of our listeners wanted to reach out to you what's the best way they can do that so you know you know if they can actually go to our uh, sahamati site sahamati.org.in we have a your contact like uh, actually page you know yep. they can uh, fill the form there or they can email me Sure. also as my email id is mahesh@sahamati.org.in okay uh, you know we will ensure we'll respond to every email we may be a little slow till may 25th though it ends on may 24th we will have to <laughs> we'll have to yeah uh, like, i can understand i've been part of organizing yeah. such events <laughs> so we will have the withdrawal symptoms for few yeah. days yeah. which we are okay with uh so but, but we'll be there and uh, you know you see our entire team which is a small team we are just eight of us we will work with any entity whatever help they need whatever doubts they have about the framework you know we will work with them and ensure that it, uh, whatever help we can give them to solve we will do that Excellent, Mahesh. I'll include all those details in the show notes, along with details about the event and how people can sign up. Sure. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Thanks once again for joining us on the show and spending time with us. Fantastic. Thank you very much for having us. That's it from India FinTech Diaries for this week. Do log on to our website indiafintechdiaries dot com for exclusive content. Until next time, mask on and stay safe.